Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. It's Heather. I got an episode for you guys today. So, um, yeah, my voice still is not back 100%. Um, where I'm from right now in the Texas Panhandle, we have wind chills of like 35 degrees below zero. And I think our air temperature is like zero degrees right now. So it's uh, pretty chilly um, where I'm from. So, uh, yeah, you need to dress accordingly. Apparently, there is a winter storm uh, going across the United States in parts of it. And uh, if you listen to old Biden, um, he's telling everybody, what did he say? He goes, this isn't like a snow day when you were a kid. <laughs> Gee, thanks, President Biden. We appreciate that. Anyway, I got my cat going crazy in the background. You got to hear Murphy. She's always got to be up and about anytime I get on the microphone. I gave her some catnip this morning, so yeah. She's playing uh, soccer with a, uh, looks like a piece of paper. So she's going at it. So anyway, an agenda to eradicate Christmas, the purposeful dismantling of Christian influence in the public square. That's an article by David Firiazzo. And he says, just like they did in Europe, the left in America wants to silence the church and create a completely secular society. Sadly, many Christians may not realize that enemies of God are more committed to furthering their ideas than believers are to the gospel. If we won't stay silent, the left prefers we just stay behind closed doors. Yeah, I think they try to do that with COVID. Of course, the Bible tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves. And I like that, the assembling part, because all Christians, it's like Jesus says, can't all be an eye, can't all be a hand, you can't all be a mouth or an ear. We all have different parts to pay. The Holy Spirit has given us all different gifts, and we all fit together perfectly. Isn't that cool? Anyway, we're moving right along. So, oh, what else do we have? Oh, yes. I wanted to throw that in with Zelensky. Yeah, so we've invited him, and he's at our Congress, and he's going to take like 47, was it, billion dollars. While we have people here in the United States right now that can't afford to heat their homes, can't afford to buy gas for the cars, can't afford to buy groceries. And we have uh, people on Social Security, which is a giant Ponzi scheme, by the way, folks. They're never going to get the money that they put into this. It's ridiculous. Here, you paid this in all your life, but we're just going to give you this measly little $1,500 a month or whatever. Infuriates me. But we have this guy over here coming over here to get money from us that we don't really have to give. But yet... That's what they do, and I'm sure that is is pissing Putin off. But hey, that's who we have in office right now. So just think about that, folks. The next time you go uh, to vote, remember that. Remember what they're doing. Now, am I saying we shouldn't help Ukraine? No, I'm not saying that. Militarily, I don't believe we should. But the people of Ukraine, yes, we need to help the people of Ukraine. We need to pray for them. We also need to pray for the people of Russia. There are Christians in Ukraine. There's Christians in Russia. There's Christians in everywhere. There are lost people everywhere. And uh, we should be praying for the lost as well. We need to pray that they will realize that they need a Savior and that they repent and accept Christ as their Savior. Cry out to Jesus today um, to be your Savior. Anyway, that's what we need to talk about. That's what we need to pray about. These are the days, folks. Anyway, so we are looking for that blessed hope. So it says, uh, this is a rapture ready. But what kind of hope is this blessed hope? As indicated above, it is the Hebrews 6.19 kind of hope. An anchor of the soul. Romans 8.24-25 tells us how that hope is different than wishful thinking. For we were saved in this hope. 
But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Yes, folks. I love the book of Hebrews. Anyway, I'm going right along. There's some other stories out there today, but we're not going to cover those. If you want to, you can go watch Tucker Carlson, and you can check all that out. He has a way better way of explaining it. (laughs) So the elites want inside your skull. Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates invest in brain chip company rivaling Musk's Neuralink. Folks, oh my goodness. If you guys watch um, Calvary Chapel, uh, Signal Hill. Signal Hill, you need to go um, watch that pastor there. He tells a lot of stuff. He just had a, uh, a short, one of his YouTube videos he just uploaded, uh, talking about this very thing. And um, him and uh, another pastor were on that thing. It's very, st- not very stagnant. It was, um, oh my gosh, I can see his face. I see it. Uh, Don, I think it's Don, um, somebody. Oh my goodness gracious. He's got a website and all his books are free. Oh, I can't think of it. Oh my goodness. Anyway, maybe later on I will. Maybe I'll post a link underneath or his name. Anyway, but they did a great job um, talking about this. But. You know, you, you got to think about it. They're trying to, it's like technology. And so the Bible said all these things would happen. The book of Daniel, the book of Revelation. What do you think Revelation 12 and 13 is all about? Woo, people, it's a coming. So Microsoft founder Bill Gates and Amazon founder Jeff Bezos have both reportedly invested in Synchron, a new brain computer interface startup that aims to compete with companies like Elon Musk's Neuralink. Folks, I don't even know what to tell you, but we are in the end days. Mm. Isn't that what you always wanted? You know, instead of going outside and playing an actual game of golf or going outside and playing with your real dog. Hey, man, you can just merge with technology and have this, you know, virtual reality crap. Folks, mm-mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. Anyway, we're going to be right along here. So get ready, America. The EU plans to impose a direct carbon taxes on individuals yes folks would you like to pay a carbon tax every time that you turn your heater on what about every time that you fill up your vehicle with gasoline incredibly this will soon be what life is like in europe i don't know why the corporate media in the united states is not talking about this because this is an enormous story folks this is what we are going to focus on today is what I want to jump on and talk about. And you can find this at prophecynewswatch.com. Prophecynewswatch.com. So it's a CO2 tax. Yes, guys. It's by Michael Snyder. It's originally in The End of the American Dream. You need to go check out his Substack. It's fantastic. So anyway, he goes on to say, uh, When I first heard that the EU plans to impose a, car- a direct carbon tax on individuals, I thought that it must be just another false internet rumor. But it isn't a false rumor. News sources in Europe are reporting on it. And you can find information about this plan on the official website of the European Parliament. I don't know why the corporate media in the United States is not talking about this because this is an enormous story, he says. He says as he writes this article, he's still in shock. I am too. Anyway, this is actually happening. And if this plan is a successfully implemented in Europe, it will just be a matter of time before a similar plan is pushed through in the United States. The following comes from a Dutch article and has been translated into English. Last night, after long negotiations, the bullet went through the church. Residents 
of the European Union must pay for the greenhouse gases they emit. This means that every time you refuel and if the heating is switched on, you have to pay because of the harmful substances that are released as a result. Of course, they're talking or of course they are starting small in an attempt to minimize opposition. Once this plan goes into effect, the cost of a liter of gasoline will only go up by about 10 cents. The new scheme will entail higher prices at the pump, up to 10.5 cents for a liter of petrol and 12 cents for diesel, according to a study by the Potsdam Institute for Climate Research. But as we have seen so many other times, once people become accustomed to new tax rates, new taxes rates tend to go up significantly. According to one prominent member of the EU Parliament, the new carbon, uh, new direct carbon taxes on individuals are part of a, quote, the largest climate legislation package in the EU ever, unquote. And then, quote, they say, I am pleased that a balanced agreement has been reached on the largest climate legislation package in the EU ever, unquote, says Esther Dayling, CDA MEP, whatever that means. <laughs> she was one of the negotiators and responsible for the coordination of the Green Deal and chief negotiator on the Social Climate Fund. Remember that name, Esther Delaying, she is definitely not the Esther of the Bible. <laughs> Throw that in there. Anyway, uh, we are being told that there is broad support for this climate legislation package across the political spectrum. I'm saying probably from the elites, but not from regular people. This is beyond ridiculous. This is absolutely insane. I'm just going to throw that in. I'm insane. It's insane. Anyway, so Europe is scheduled to reduce carbon emissions dramatically by the year 2030. Uh, and this new legislation will be a center, central pillar of that effort. Remember, folks, 2030, 2030, 2030. It's all you ever hear is Agenda 2030, Agenda 2030. I'm telling you, folks, 2023 is coming up. What does the Bible say about the tribulation? It's seven years long. I just keep throwing that out there, not saying thus says the Lord or anything. But uh, get into the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you. And uh, start praying in the Spirit and you know, be in communion with the Lord always. I talk to him all the time. I hope you guys do too. Anyway, mm, got my coffee this morning. Actually, it's mid-afternoon for me, but I had a long morning. I had a lot of stuff to do today. Anyway, um, so he goes on to say, uh, the measures as part of this um, package of climate laws before 2030 CO2 emissions must be reduced by 55%. I'm going to tell you right now, if they reduce CO2 emissions by 55%, do you know how many people are going to die? Do you know how many people will die? These people are idiots. Absolutely morons. Morons. Have you tried to use solar power in the wintertime? You can't. What about wind energy? Do you honestly think wind energy is going to power all this? Absolutely not, folks. It's not. Look at Texas. Look what happened to us in Texas in February of like, what, was it 2020? Was it February 2021? Somewhere around there. We had a huge blizzard. There was snow in Houston. This never happens, right? But we got suckered in to giving up 25% of our energy to green energy. Well, look what had happened. Many people died because of that. Power outages, rolling all kinds of ridiculous crap. And our governor said, never again. Governor Abbott said, never again. Never again. So we took control back over and then got rid of all those contracts. But anyway, maybe not. So angry about that. But anyway, moving right along. But folks, there's going to be a lot of people dying. A lot of people dying. Because this is, you can't feasibly do this. You just can't feasibly do it. 
and these morons. I was watching a documentary about uh, there's Lake Ontario, and there's like these um, lots of like this uh, methane gas underneath this. And every time one of these explosions happen, they say more CO2 is released into the atmosphere than like you could create in a hundred years. But they're worried about you turning on your heater or you driving your car or your cow farting in the pasture. This is what they're worried about, folks. They're insane. You know what the Bible says? Um, God will turn you over to a reprobate mind. And what that means is you can't reason anymore. Once you've turned your back on God so many times and you have outright hardened your heart against him, he's going to give you a reprobate mind, which means you can't reason. You can't re So all these people thinking these drag queens should be going into kindergarten and, and, and reading to these kids are insane. We had the drag queen Christmas at, at here in Amarillo and churches stood up again. Our mayor even stood up against it because the truth that actually came out about it. There's a guy out in Austin and he actually posted the truth of what these disgusting, perverted men were doing with children in the audience. And you can watch it. I actually put it on my Facebook page. I'm surprised I didn't get banned for that. But it is absurd. It's abhorrent. But they're going to make you think that that's okay. And if you don't agree with it, oh my God, you're a bigot. You're a homophobe. You're all this stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. God loves everybody. He wants everybody to come to repentance. So no, I'm not. I love everybody. You know, and I pray for everybody. But when you attack children like you're doing, there's something wrong with you. And God says that if you were to hurt any of these little ones, it would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the depths of the sea. And otherwise, it would be better if you were never born. So that's a warning, folks, straight from God, straight from Jesus himself. Anyway, I get a little upset about that. But anyway, so if you don't like this new legislation, they said now is the time to make your voice heard. So personally, he says he pledges to make efforts to increase my carbon emissions in protest to this plan. In fact, he said he's thinking about firing up my wood stove even now. So the good news is if you want to call it that, is that the new carbon taxes are not scheduled to be implemented until 2027. So there's still time for you folks up there in the EU to reverse course folks make your voices heard make your smoke seen guys get out there make some noise do not let these elite people tell you what to do it's gonna cost you more money but does it bother them no you know in revelation it says when the when the famines hit and all these things hit and the, that horse is released right and that seal is busted open and boom there he goes right you know what happens the oil and the wine is not to be harmed do you want to know why? You and I won't have oil and wine, but the elites and the rich and the wealthy people will, but you will not. But <laughs> if you're a Christian, a born-again Christian, you have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? You won't have to worry about that because you and I, we won't be here during the tribulation. We'll be in heaven with the, it's going to be the seven years, it's the feast, it's we are the bride of Christ, we will be, whoo! We'll be partying like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Technically, there's really lots of tomorrows because we'll be up there for eternity. We'll be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. Yes, folks. I remember when I was a kid, my mama would tell me that. I was like five. My little brain couldn't comprehend that. My little brain still can't comprehend eternity forever and ever. And there is no end, you know. And, of course, you get to think about when you're a kid, you're like, there's no end, you know. But anyway, we think about that now. We're like, Still kind of, you know, we don't understand that. But 
I mean, like, there's no end, like, well, for eternity, you know? And, uh, but you got to think about it. Are you going to want to spend that eternity that you can't fathom with the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you going to want to spend that eternity that you can't really understand and fathom in hell suffering for eternity? I don't know about you, but I want to be with my Lord who died on a cross to save me. That's what I want to do. But anyway, I hope you do too. So anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so anyway, because unfortunately, another draconian measures that are designed to reduce carbon emissions are going full speed ahead right now. He says, for example, countless farms are currently being permanently shut down all over Europe. All over Europe, guys. Here in the United States, we really don't get this news. That's why we got to look other places. But you guys in Europe that listen to me, I know y'all are listening in Australia, Canada, um, there were countries that I saw that I never even heard of before, countries I can't even pronounce, and I am praying for all of you. I'm praying for all of you. You guys are always in my prayers. I hope you guys know that. Um, anybody, I mean, everybody, and uh, my prayers are with you all because these days are only going to get darker. Since I started doing this program, things have gotten so, so dark, and um, it's only getting, man, you know, where I work, I get to talk to people from all over. They're coming from all over from New York. You know, they're coming from like Houston, Minnesota, like all kinds of places that I would normally never get to talk to, you know. But, um, I, you know, we talk about these things and it's amazing how brothers and sisters in Christ is kind of, you know, we just kind of gravitate towards each other. We just know, you know, that, hey, you know, that's my brother, that's my sister, you know. And we get to talk about the Lord. And that's one good thing about where I, I work right now, even though, um, I just don't think I can do it anymore. I'm praying for strength, but, um, cause it's getting pretty bad, but you know, that's what we all talk about is how dark the world is. And all those who have gone before us, you know, who are up there waiting on us, you know, how lucky, how blessed they are that the Lord had called them home. And, uh, so one day we'll either be called home, you know, if we were to drop dead or God forbid, whatever happens to us or the Lord Jesus comes and raptures us home. I'm praying for the rapture. <laughs> I am a little afraid of heights, though. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? Can you imagine? Just think about it for one moment. Think about that. If you believe the word of God, then you believe this will happen. Could you imagine? It says in the twinkling of an eye, in the twinkling of an eye. I think it's First Corinthians chapter fourteen fifty or fifteen fifty. I think. Anyway, it's in the twinkling of an eye. That's pretty quick, folks. That's quick. That our mortal bodies will be turned into immortal bodies can you imagine just like that just man that fast and then we're gonna be caught up which means rapturo raptured everybody's like well rapture is not in the bible what well, actually isn't in your latin bible because it says rapturo you know raptured uh the greek means uh harpazo which means we'll be caught up that's what that means so it's fast we're gonna be yanked out of this world yanked out christ is gonna come and rescue us Woo! isn't that amazing that is so amazing i look forward to that day i mean I'm a little apprehensive about it, but yeah, we're going to be with Jesus. So, I mean, it's not like we're going to fall. <laughs> He's not going to get us halfway up there and say, oops, I dropped you. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. But we're going to be caught up and we're going to meet the Lord in the air. He says, and those shall we always be with the Lord. Folks, I'm telling you, Jesus says to, to focus on those things. And when he tells us not to focus on the bad in this world, and to focus on what is good, what is pure, what you know, all that. That's what we need to focus on because this world is extremely dark. And you can sit there, you can watch Fox News, you can watch the news, and you can do this, you can do that. And you can see all the evil that is so prevalent in this world. You can walk out on your street, your own city, you know, is happening. I live in a small city and it's so dangerous here. We're like number five, number six on the FBI's, you know, most dangerous cities like per capita. That's scary, folks. 
But, you know, Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so right now we are to go out there and fulfill the commission that he has given us to do. We are to tell anybody and everybody about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that, folks, is what we're called to do until we are called home. So anyway, I'm going to finish this article for you guys. So he goes, unfortunately, the other Drakini measures that are designed to reduce the carbon emissions are going full speed ahead right now. For example, countless farms there over. I, I just couldn't believe that. I watched that. I just I, I remember seeing that. I was watching that a few months ago. I actually did a couple rumble videos on that. But anyway, in the Netherlands alone, thousands of farmers are facing forced buyouts, whether they like it or not. The government in the Netherlands is planning to conduct forced buyouts of 3000 Dutch farms with the intention of closing them down to cut nitrogen emissions in half to meet the country's climate goals. As many as 11,200 farms will have to close. And another 17,600 farmers will have to significantly downsize their livestock operations to meet these draconian targets. Uh, I, I'm just curious in how they measure this stuff, you know? Mm. They just throw these numbers out there like we're all going to believe it. But, you know, hey. One solar flare from the sun. I'm just, you know, throwing, one volcanic explosion. One earthquake. <laughs> These people are, well, a reprobate mind. That's what they are. Anyway, so the plan cannot come at a worse time because grocery prices are skyrocketing and world leaders are warning about an oncoming food crisis caused by supply disruptions caused by the war in Ukraine and rising input costs resulting from the energy crisis. This is literally insane, he says, and I completely agree. For years, he says, he's been warning that a global food crisis would be coming and now it is here. I've been saying that too. You know, if y'all watch my YouTube videos or my rumble, get you some food. You better get you some food. <laughs> I'm still telling you, you better get you some food. Anyway, better do it. Canned food. Don't really like because if you get some frozen food and deep freezers and unless you've got some really good generators and a whole bunch of diesel or gasoline or you're in the sun all the time, you ain't gonna be able to power that much longer when all this collapses, right? Or the prices are so high you can't afford it anyway. So anyway, he goes on to say, in 2022 was the worst year for global hunger in decades. And now the head of the International Committee of the Red Cross is warning that we will see an enormous level of suffering in 2023. Of course, you know, because you guys remember how high um, fertilizer went. You, know, you can't even get it anyway now because of the war. Mm, there you go. So he goes on to say, um, uh, so the head of the International Committee of the Red Cross warned Wednesday an enormous level of suffering awaits the world in 2023 with famine spreading. Four horsemen of the apocalypse, tribulation, hmm, I don't know when, but I think the four horsemen of the apocalypse, I, I'm under the, I mean, I don't know, when I study it, it could be the beginning right then and there, or there could be some time of peace, because, you know, the Antichrist will bring a false peace, you know, and then it could be the later half of the tribulation, the last three and a half years is when, you know, everything really, because in that, I think that's like when the sealed, but who knows, you know, you can read, you know. Everybody has their own interpretation. <laughs> or not interpretation, but their own, you know, what what the Lord might be telling them. So here's a Marjana Spolgeric, uh, who took over the ICRC in October, told a Geneva press conference, we expect an enormous level of suffering, she says. Uh, I think that's it. Yep. Yeah. As the world is uh, trending, she goes, as the world is trending at the moment, we don't see any easing of the humanitarian pressures. They will be immensely, they will be immense. Potentially, she said. I'm sure that's probably um, translated a little weird in English. 
uh, that's usually how that works. But anyway, she goes, um, there is a possibility that we will see very high levels of hunger in many parts of the world and insecurity in general. Shutting down farms and paying farmers not to grow food in such an environment is absolutely crazy. But our politicians are doing it anyway. The global food crisis is going to get substantially worse in 2023, and our leaders seem intent on imposing measures that will greatly accelerate that process. Folks, you need to go to the end of the American Dream, and you'll find out a whole bunch of good stuff. Good stuff by Michael Snyder. He's got a lot of great stuff. Um, Who haven't I checked on in a while? You know him, you love him. Leo Homan. LeoHoman.com. H-O-H-M-A-N-N. We'll see what a Leo's got going today. And we will not because my internet provider is absolutely horrid. If you guys use Sudlink or Optimum, let me tell you, they are terrible, terrible. In the words of, um, what's his face? Trump. Terrible, so terrible. Just the most terrible. It's the very, the most, very, very, very terrible. Just the most, the most terrible. Yeah. They're absolutely horrid. So anytime I want to jump on and do anything, uh, I get this, hmm, can't reach this page. A server IP address cannot be found, which it can. Try checking your proxy file. Anyway, they're supposed to fix this, and they keep keep on not fixing it. But do they lower your bill? No, they do not. They come on and fix it? No, they do not. So anyway, uh, somebody DNS, who knows? But anyway, we will not check on Leo Holman today. So anyway, I will try to do an update uh, later on tonight when I get here. I do have to head out to work today. So anyway, guys, with that, I'm going to get off of here. And um, anyway, if you can hear in the background, the wind is howling through my doors. That is how bad the wind is right now. It is currently three degrees and partly sunny. And one thing about this here in the Texas Panhandle is we have wind. We have a lot of wind. Everybody calls um, Chicago the windy city. But that's not true. That's not true. We are very windy. And so I'm going to show you. I'm going to look at here what it feels like. So right now, technically, it is negative 16 degrees with the wind chill factor. So, of course, tonight it's only going to get way colder than that. But anyway, guys, I'm going to get out here. And so, you know, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Woo! Praise the Lord. May He come today, hopefully. Oh, we're supposed to always be looking for our blessed hope and our great Redeemer, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Father God, we know that there is some terrible, terrible weather here in the United States. And Lord God, I just ask that you would provide for those, Lord, who are homeless, whose pets are outside. Lord, I just pray that you would supernaturally protect them, God, and just bring them inside. Lord, just, Father, I pray that you would give them protection or send people to them to help them. Father God, around the world, we understand that things are so bad because your word told us what they would be. You said it would wax worse and worse. As, you know, the time of the end got further and further before Christ came to take us out of here. And Lord, we see that happening today. Father, my prayer is that if there's anybody, Lord, that is not saved, that they're not saved, Father God, and they have not hardened their heart towards you, Lord, I pray that today is the day of their salvation. And Father God, for all of us that are brothers and sisters who believe in you, Lord, who are awaiting your glorious return to take us home, Father, I pray that you would keep giving us strength, Lord, and wisdom to live during this time to proclaim you until your kingdom comes. And I ask you all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <music>